0: So tonight we'll be reading from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 to 23. This is one of the prayers that Paul begins his letter with. We'll be looking at a number of prayers in the Bible in our evening series this fall, and this seemed like a good place to begin. This is God's word for us tonight from Ephesians. For this reason... and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. So, in our evenings this fall, we'll be looking at a number of different prayers in the Bible, and we'll see God encounter people in a variety of settings with a variety of petitions and praises. And we're hoping that as we look at these prayers, as we reflect on different people drawing near to God in different ways, that it'll help us come to know more about prayer and also more about God. In some ways, these prayers will be a bit like windows for us. And sometimes, not too often, but sometimes it's important for us to look at windows. If you have a draft in your house, windows are one place you want to look. If your windows are dirty, you need to look at them to get them cleaned up. And if you're putting new windows into a house, you probably want to look at some other people's windows, how they've put them in, and figure out how to do it. There are times and places that we want to look at windows. And so we'll spend some time this fall looking at prayers and seeing what that can tell us about our own prayer lives and how we pray. But of course, the important thing about a window is that you can look through it and see something else through it. So in this series, even as we focus on particular prayers, our goal is going to be to look through these prayers of God's people to help us learn more about God himself. So hopefully through this series, as through all the things we do here at Faith, we'll be able to draw nearer to God. And that's going to be the title of this series, Drawing Near When God's People Pray. So for the prayer we read tonight, it's a really rich few verses, and we could do a whole series on just this prayer. So we aren't going to cover everything that could possibly be said, but there's a couple important points I want to pick up on tonight. What we do in prayer. What we do in prayer begins and ends with God's work. Right before the section that we read for tonight, Paul talks about how the Ephesians were chosen by God, included in Christ, and marked in the Holy Spirit. And then building on God's work, the Ephesians have responded in faith and love, and Paul is grateful for what they've done. But it seems like even the good things that they've done get back to God's work on their behalf. Because God has blessed us, we can give thanks and we can pray to him. So in this prayer, Paul gives thanks for his believers. He's grateful for how God has worked in their lives. And then Paul prays on their behalf that God would continue to bless them. And because he's Paul, he goes on and he makes this request really long and adds phrase after phrase after phrase. But there's basically one request here. Basically just one request. Paul could have asked for anything for these Ephesian believers and the thing that he asks for, the thing that he wants the most for these people is that they would know God better. Probably the greatest petition, if not one of the greatest petitions we can make, is that we would know God better. We do ask God for many, many other things, and we should, but the greatest thing that we can ask for, the greatest thing that we can hope for, is that we would come to know God better. So we pray for God's kingdom to come. We pray for our daily bread. We pray for God to protect us. But the greatest thing we can pray for, the thing we most need, is to know God better. And this isn't a knowing, like just head knowledge, just data, things you can kind of check off a list. This is knowing in a relationship. It's coming to know a person more and more. At its very root, prayer is an an encounter, a conversation, a connection between God and his people. Prayer is an encounter with God. And the greatest thing that we can pray for is precisely that we'll continue to grow in our knowledge and our connection to God. So the greatest request we can make is that we would come to know God better. But then as we pray, it's important for us to know that God has the power and the desire to answer our prayers. Now, if you've been around for a while, that probably sounds pretty trite to you, right? Of course God has the power and the desire to answer our prayers. This is not groundbreaking. This is not earth-shattering news. We probably all know this, but it bears repeating because this is one of those things that sort of slips to the back of our mind. God really does have the power to respond to our prayers. God has all authority. We don't serve a God who's struggling to get by. We don't serve a God who has his hands tied behind the back and by behind his back, and so he tries, but he just can't help. We don't have a God who has to wrestle with other forces, and we aren't sure who's going to win. We don't serve a God who's subject to some other powers that he has to somehow make work. Our Lord is the greatest power. There is no one, no one greater than him. And when the Bible, especially the New Testament, talks about God's power, it often points to the Messiah, to Jesus. And in Jesus' life, in his death, his resurrection, his ascension, we see God's power perhaps most clearly and as this text in ephesians reminds us jesus defeated death the worst enemy of all and jesus defeated him and then jesus ascended and he reigns on high he sits at the right hand of god he has the most powerful position in the universe And Ephesians goes on and on to get this point across. Jesus is far above all other rulers and authorities and powers and principalities and on and on and on Paul goes. And he's saying, do you get the point? Jesus has all authority. Full stop, period. Jesus has all authority. The God we pray to, there is no other power that can stand up to him. Now sometimes in our lives it seems like the forces of evil are winning. Sometimes it's hard to see right now how the circumstances we see can ever work out right. But the real truth of the universe is that God has all power and that nothing, nothing is going to stop his plan and nothing is going to stop him from working for the good of his people. No matter what we struggle with, God will overcome it. But it's not just that God is powerful. It's also that God loves us, that God desires to help us. Jesus isn't just some powerful guy way up in heaven who just sort of cares about us. Jesus loves us so much that he came to earth to live as one of us. Jesus understands our struggles. He sympathizes with our weakness. And because Jesus is in our corner, we can approach God with confidence. Because we belong to Jesus, the Lord always extends to us his mercy and his grace in our time of need. God has the power to do anything he wants. And what God wants to do is to hear, to listen to, and respond to our prayers. This isn't something we earn, it's not something we accomplish. It's something that's been given to us. God's work is what enables us to have a relationship with him, and that relationship is a gift. And so for us as God's people, prayer also is a gift. This opportunity that we have to connect with the Lord all the time, it's a gift. These conversations, these encounters we have with the Lord that we read about in the Bible, that we experience in our lives, these are gracious gifts from God to us. The Lord accepts our prayers because of His grace. So the greatest thing we can pray for is that we would know God better. And because of Jesus' work on our behalf, His past work and His present work, we can be assured that God really does listen And that God really does respond to our prayers. We're calling this sermon series, Drawing Near. And really, it's about God drawing us near. Not that we somehow bring ourselves up to God, but that God graciously reaches down and pulls us up closer to Him. The Lord draws His people near. So just like we saw Paul do in this prayer... Let's give thanks for the work that God has done on our behalf already and let's continue to pray that God will draw us closer to him and make make us able to serve him better and better. Amen.